Hey, what's up guys? This is Adrian. And Chris as well. And we're here with the Horror Academy podcast coming at you with another episode. Yeah, we're, uh, we're really excited about this one. Um, we're, uh, it, for us, I mean, it's, it's been a couple of weeks now because yeah, we were just kind of getting everything uh, set up. But uh, before we, we get started here uh, today, I uh, just kind of want to let you guys know that we're actually on uh, Stitcher Radio and TuneIn apps. Uh, so you can definitely hey. go ahead and check that out. Uh, the links are also in our Lipson podcast page, so you can kind of go through that. But um, also be putting the, the, the links into the uh, description here as well. Um, and also just want you guys to know that we will be uploading on Mondays uh, now uh, consistently. So you guys can just kind of take a look at that and, uh, you know, look forward to that as well. Um, but today uh, we're going to we're going to have a good uh, casual episode, right? Yep, we're doing an in like kind of like a, we're introducing ourselves to you guys because I feel like we came at you with some episodes about you know certain topics right, and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, we kind of wanted to do an episode on on that focuses on me and Chris, um, just kind of why we do what we do and why we decided to do this podcast. So we're just gonna have a casual episode today. Um, so what is that? I don't know. I'm gonna delete that now. Yeah, delete it now, Chris. Oh, anyway, so guys, um, basically, one day, uh, I think I was just thinking, I was just talking to myself and saying, mm -hmm. hey, man, you should do a podcast. <laughs> I didn't know what about, and then, I'll, and then I looked over to my right and saw all the horror movies I've been collecting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I should do a podcast this about works. horror. <laughs> I guess this works. And then, I, dude, I did this like little recording on my phone. And I did like this like fake podcast <laughs> and I was like, you know what? My voice isn't as terrible as I thought it was. The lost tapes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, man. And then Chris came over and we talked about it. And then here we are four episodes deep into this podcast. Guts deep right now. Guts deep. Dude. <laughs> you guys know about that, right? Guts deep. You know? <laughs> but but we've been wanting to do like something like this for a while. We just never got around to it's do it. It's been years. It's been years. <laughs> I think it's been years. I, I don't it hasn't always been like a podcast, but it, we always had the idea of doing something along something. these lines. Yeah, and we just Kind of started giving up like a middle-aged dad or something. Yeah, then we had a midlife crisis and decided, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it, let's do it now. Um, but I think I think this is important because, like later on in the road, we're gonna be talking. Uh, you know, as we talk, we're gonna be referring to ourselves as brothers, and that's what we are. Yeah. But we're also gonna be talking about like we we might mention like our own separate families. Yeah. And so I just want to kind of clear that up for anyone listening. Um, Pretty much the story goes is that we actually we're actually stepbrothers. Uh, my my mom married his dad, and so that's how we met. That's how we became stepbrothers. But you know we 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 grew this bond, and you know we we just were like yeah, he's my brother. Um, our our parents are no longer together, but we we still you know we still continue to to hang out and uh, cons uh, uh, continue to refer to ourselves as stepbrothers. So that's why, or our brothers anyway. So that's why we, we, we call each other that, but you know, that's why we also have different families and all that. So just wanted to clear that up if there's any, if, for any future references there. There you go, stepbrothers, yeah. brothers from other mothers. From other mothers. <laughs> so, um, so Chris, let me ask you this. Yeah. Why horror? 
Why horror? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I hate it. Um, I don't think it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think horror because... I, I like... I, I like these type of movies just because it's, I think I mentioned it before, but it's a hard story. It's, they're hard stories to tell because a lot of people are like, when they see something scary, they're like, no, no, no. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. Right. Um, they, they always kind of push away from it. And that's why uh, horror stories, if, if even the ones that are told really well are hard to execute because a lot of people are like, I, I don't want to deal with that. So there's there's a challenge when it comes to writing horror, whether it's book formats or, or, or uh, films or anything like that. It, it, there's something difficult uh, or challenging with them, just like any other film. But this one's uh, or genre, but this one's more uh, challenging. And in that aspect, when you have to uh, create something that people aren't, you can, can kind of fight against. It forces you, as a writer, as a creator, to uh, you know, create stronger narratives, stronger characters, plots. So it's it's taken a little bit more seriously. Um, I mean, of course, you have those films that are like fucking terrible as shit. But like the the ones that are that do well, they they put a lot of thought and care into the plots, into the storyline itself. And so that, I mean, I, I'm a big story guy. I love stories. So that's something I can appreciate. Um, but hitting you back with the same question, what what? about horror rubs you the right way oh talking about rubbing the right way <laughs> um i don't know man dude I, I wasn't always into horror when i was young obviously when i'm a little kid little kids aren't usually into horror but i remember my first encounter with anything that i thought was scary was an anti-tobacco commercial <laughs> when i was like i must have been three or four dude yeah and i remember watching tv and it would come on and it was this crazy commercial where this like girl would have super chapped teeth and she was like peeling at her skin it was a really weird and kind of stupid commercial but it terrified me and ever since then like i kind of every time something scary would be on i would avoid it at all costs mm -hmm. and then uh until i went to my cousin's house one day uh, it was frankie and he showed me this was in 2003 i'm, I'm young guys i'm uh, i'm 24 years old so the first like full-on like start to finish horror film I ever saw was Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. Oh shit, okay. Um, I've seen, I previously I had watched before, but I never finished them because I was so scared of them and then my mom obviously wouldn't allow me to. No, es el diablo, mijo. So I don't know what it was, man, about that, that moment in time when me just sitting there as a young child watching this movie start to finish, I just, became infatuated with that genre, man. It's just, it blew my mind because I actually enjoyed the film. I not only was terrified, but it, it entertained me and it had me in like involved in the storyline. Like I felt like I was involved in it. Mm -hmm. And um, ever since then, man, I've just been on the hunt for the next horror movie. And uh, that journey kind of intertwined with yours we ended up watching a lot of scary movies together yeah, and yeah. come over on the weekends. And <laughs> that was just, that was a lot of fun, man. And I don't know, dude, that's just kind of, just kind of started there for, for, for me at least. It's right. I mean, that... we, we used to watch like, uh, uh, paranormal activity and, yeah, uh, yeah. like just the, the classic slashers, uh, scream. scream dude. Yeah. 
Dude, we oh we Halloween. ripped apart Scream Three, and I can't wait to do. <laughs> 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 but I can't wait to do that. And um, I mean, I don't know. Horror is just is just really really fun to look at because even when it's done, like even the poor ones, like the, the ones that don't do well, like like I just mentioned, like you can rip <clears throat> them apart, dude. Like you can <laughs> like, and it's funny as shit because they you, you can point out the mistakes. And it's just it's just funny to roast the fuck out of them, dude. Absolutely. And dude, you can't tell me some of the best times we've ever had was Saturday morning sci-fi channel horror oh, movie marathons. God, dude. dude. The best, man. Creature features all day. <laughs> man. Oh, by the way, if you guys hear the AC turning on, it's because I refuse to turn it off for the podcast because mm-hmm. it's Arizona. It's it's gonna be hot. We're cooking alive. I'm I'm sweating from my waistline right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hunched over. No, uh, but but, yeah, man. Dude, sci-fi movies were like the dude. They're the worst. There's no. You, they're the worst. They don't even try. <laughs> they don't even hide it. There's like we know we make the shittiest movies, but you guys are gonna keep watching them. <laughs> yeah, we do. Like we do. Yeah. I I love when they do like the the huge ass uh, uh, creature ones, like like crocodiles and octopus and sharks. Oh, yeah, yeah. When La- they like there was like a land shark one. <laughs> Those like ice monsters. Yeah. Just horrible, man. Just the worst. I, I remember uh, they had like for Shark Week, they, oh God, the shark ones are the worst. <laughs> they they had one called Ghost Shark, which I think oh, is, yeah. is so. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, this shark, this, this, this uh, spirit of this shark <laughs> just is able to travel wherever water is. And like these kids were outside, like playing like in the, in the water that uh, from the fire hydrant, that like kind of busted open, and they're all just playing. And this like fat little chubby kid like slides down the the water, and the the spirit of the ghost comes out <laughs> from the hy- hydrant and like just swallows the kid whole, and he's gone, dude. <laughs> Nobody says anything about it, dude. <laughs> dude, talking about shark movies, dude. I recently made the most uh, depressing purchase of my life. Oh shit! Okay. I bought Deep Blue Sea two. <laughs> Don't make that mistake, you guys. So, so I think Deep Blue Sea, the yeah. first one, is the greatest, bar none, shark film ever made in history. Fuck Jaws! It's Deep Blue Sea, mm-hmm. the greatest shark movie ever made. <laughs> um, if I offended you any. Any of you with that, I don't care. Deep Blue Sea's superior. It's it's a, um, amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, I knew the second one was going to be bad. And I went in expecting it to be bad. But not <laughs> this bad, dude. And I'm going to... So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sum that up in, in two things. The first, the first thing. Um, the, sci- the scientist guy that's like making them, the shark smart or whatever. Yeah. He says a line that just rubbed me the wrong way. I, I hated the delivery of this line because, like, he tried to make it seem like, oh, this is so serious, you know, like, it's stupid. It is not. He goes, the sharks are learning to learn and they like it. What? And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> learning to learn and they like it. Learning to learn. Like, that's a, that's a circle statement. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second... All right, so there's a scene... And I'm going to spoil this if you haven't watched it because don't watch it. <laughs> this guy, um, when they get like trapped and they're trying to find a way out, it's almost exactly like the first one, just like shitty. 
Um, he goes into like the water and swims out where the sharks are at. And then there's a shark coming after him. You think, oh, there's gonna be a cool kill scene. You know, we're gonna see some blood. The shark boops him. Boop, like boop, <laughs> with his head. Really? With his like nose. And what then he the, get, the guy gets knocked out and he starts like sinking. What the hell? And like the, the hero, the Thomas Jane wannabe, like swims in there and gets him out. Oh. And doesn't get attacked for some reason. And they save him, right? And as soon as that guy stands up, not the Thomas Jane guy, the guy that got knocked out. He stands up, this shark just like jumps out of the water and bites his what head off. What the hell? And like, as soon as he bites his head off, you just hear like the soundtrack of the movie goes, like edgy, like rock music. Like, dude, it was so, so bad. That's dude. lame. And like, I'm going to trade that in at Zia Records as soon as I can. Cause I like don't want to. I don't want to own that movie. Dude. Right. It makes no sense. Like why? They're learning to learn. Okay, I, I get it. They're they're learning, essentially. But like, why would? Why are you gonna, like, knock someone out, come back around, and then chop their head off? Like, I think that's a lot more work to do. Dude, it's just that's so. Stupid. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know, man. I hated it. And talk. And now that we're on the topic of hating certain horror movies. <laughs> Chris, yeah. What do you hate about horror? Oh man, what I what what do I not hate? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but off the top of my head is uh, the like we just mentioned. You know, they're the, the the bad films that you just love to rip. But sometimes bad films, uh, they they do it as a joke. You know, they they do it as a joke. But there are those films that are just horrendous, but they're being serious yeah like they're actually trying to make a, a film and it's god awful that they're like but but in their head they're like hey we're actually trying to create something here where you know we're, we're we're gonna create a new new horror film it's gonna be amazing and it's complete garbage from the acting to the special effects yeah like it's it's just so it's just so stupid sometimes and, it doesn't even look like 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 they just took what was recorded directly from the camera and 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 just released that like no filters <laughs> right nothing dude right exactly but um the the other thing that i i absolutely hate is uh when characters do the dumbest shit um i think there was a this movie that we saw i don't know what it was but there was these people like walking through the forest i think it might have been a sci-fi film too but these people were walking through a forest away from like killers or something and like they watch some of their friends die and it's down to like four or so people i think and this this girl she she's having a fit and she like stands her ground and she's like i'm not going anywhere and, and oh. they're like what are you why what are you you're not you can stay dude i'm leaving but <laughs> what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Like, it's just, like, that's just an example, but a lot of, uh, there are films where they do, like, dumb shit. Like, don't do the dumb shit that's going to get you killed. Like, hey, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but those are some of the things that I hate because they're, they're just easy things to fix. You can, you can look over the script and say, hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't have her do this stupid thing. How about... I mean, she got. She has to relate to the audience, right? Let's let's not have her die, or or not not have her <laughs> like willfully kill herself. Um, but those are the things that I absolutely hate, dude. What what about you, dude? I was just remembering a, a, a line from a shark. 
back to shark movies. Oh, God. A line from a shark movie, dude. Yeah. I'm trying to think. It was the worst line in the history of not just horror, humanity. I think, I think so, you're referring to uh, MTV's Texas Chainsaw. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to mention that one right after this. So in this shark movie, and, and, and my cousin Frankie showed me, which we'll have on an episode here soon. You guys will love him. Um, there's a scene where it's like they're transitioning into like another scene. Like something happened. I forget what it was. I, it was a long time ago. And I, I shit you not, it might not be these exact words, but it was this message that he says to his co-star, Chick, right? She goes, so what do we do now? And he, I shit you not, says, I was thinking we can go back to your place and I can eat your pussy. Yeah. What? Yeah. That was something that was said in a movie. I know it wasn't exactly that. I, Frankie, if you're listening, remind me of what that was. But it was along those lines, and I shit myself, dude. What the fuck? But, yeah, man. So, ultimately, what I hate about horror, dude. Now, wait, did he get the pussy or no? He did. It was a sex scene right after. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, I'm going to try that tactic now while you uh, ladies out there. <laughs> um, so, what I hate about horror, man, is like, it's kind of what you were saying, like, the avoidable stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I think, like... Like, these directors, like, I, they know. They know that it's going to be bad. Yeah. And they choose not to make it a little bit better. <laughs> hey, right. change it. <laughs> make it a little better. Make it a little better. <laughs> Come on. But um, one thing I've always hated, and this is since I was a young buck. Um, ghost children are not and will not ever be scary dude <laughs> ghost children aren't scary now ghost children in films are not scary if i saw a ghost child in real life oh i be- best believe i'm shitting myself absolutely just the fattest turd that is by choice by choice <laughs> dude ghost children aren't scary and it's still happening in today's modern horror yeah. and it's, it needs to stop when like there's a guy going into a room and then like a row of children appear oh, and like their heads like just like snap and like <laughs> point them a certain direction or like or like it's one child and like their hand their hand just raises up pointing their fingers super fast like whoosh. and like <laughs> Dude, that's not scary. Or like when their voices are in unison, dude. Oh my god. Get the fuck <laughs> out, dude. That shit pissed me off. That's why Sinister was not as good as it should have been. Because ghost children. Ghost children. Ghost children, not scary and, ever, and, ever, ever. And they usually have like glowing eyes or something. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Like, but you're doing it to like a, an adult. Like, salgate de aquí, dude. Like, don't don't come at me yeah, with that. No, just don't, dude. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the biggest things I hate about horror, which is it's really just a small portion of a horror. It is, it's just one thing that really irks me. Yeah. Um, but, um, like, going back to what you said, like, uh, you know, these these directors and stuff, they, because they know they're making a bad film and they choose not to really improve on it. And I think a lot of it has to do with, like, a business tactic because they're not, like... Some of these films aren't like, hey, uh, this is a filmmaker comes up like, yeah, I really want to do, 
this film. I've been thinking about it. Like, like James Cameron, for example, he wanted to do Avatar and he just pitched the idea. But sometimes businesses, these, uh, these, these filmmaking companies go up to directors and say, hey, we need this, this film done yeah, uh, for business purposes. Grab. Right. <clears throat> and so that's what we see when, when we have like a lot of uh, like those shitty ass films. And I get it. Like it's, it's a business move to make more money. But you would like, fuck, dude, like you can you'll make money for sure. But maybe not as much as what you put in because there's a budget. Yeah. But when you make a film, you can at least try to make it good so that you can actually earn a lot more money. Yeah. And, and director, mm -hmm. guess what? Your name is attached to this project. Oh, God. Yeah. Your name is on this project. So guess what? make it better and then you might get other opportunities opportunities yeah dude. and actors right be better people want to work with you people so like, hey, we like you, you can't go in and audition for a quentin tarantino movie and then he looks at your history and you were in sharknado 17. <laughs> you know like come on come on come on like no one who works with tara reed wants to be worked with now <laughs> oh, you work with Tara Reid? Mm, no. I don't know, man. Like, the last good thing she's done was, uh, what, American Pie or something? Dude, I guess. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? The last, knows the last good point. thing she did. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, man. Also, why are your sequels bad horror? What? Yeah. There's a, obviously the exceptions to, like, you know, Conjuring, Night Conjuring Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Friday the 13th, Leatherface, whatever. Right. But to like other films I'm referring to, not the, like the icons, right? I'm talking about all the other horror films that get yeah. sequels and they're absolute garbage, right. dude. Hey, you don't have to be garbage, dude, because guess what? Your first one was good, so you can obviously yeah. make the second one better. Right. Also, just throwing this out there, Jeepers Creepers 3 doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> See, because that's, that's a funny one, Jeepers Creepers. The first one was, I love, uh, it was good. It was funny. I mean, it was, it was not funny, but it was, it was great. I had a good time watching it. Jeepers Creepers 2 was my favorite of them. It was... It's I, so good. I loved it. And I, like, the thing about Jeepers Creepers 2, I don't know, it's a hard name to pronounce, but um, it's... It's it's not it's not good. It's not like hey, this is gonna go down in history as one of the best. Yeah, right. Movies. You sit back and look at it. It's it's kind and, of a crappy film. Yeah, but, but I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's so good. It's yeah. It's put together well. Don't take it too seriously, and you'll have a good time. So it's like uh, the first one was was pretty decent. Second one was amazing, and then like the third. Like the unwanted bastard child was like down at the bottom. I feel like even sci-fi just like <laughs> just shook its head at it, like and walked away slowly. Shook its head and walked away slowly. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like it's oh, cause uh, uh, there is a new film that that came out recently, Truth or Dare. Oh yeah. Now when I went, uh, like I've gone to the movies a couple times uh, recently, and that movie always the, the trailer always comes up. And from the trailer, dude, like, it's so easy to tell what a shit it is. Yeah. And, like, oh, God, I just hate... I, the worst part about it is the freaking Joker smile that they have. I absolutely hate it. But we were watching it, and I'm, like, telling my girlfriend, like, hey, this is not going to be good. It's not going to be good. So I started watching a lot of reviews and stuff, and, 
and all that. And uh, yeah, like they pretty much just confirmed what I had already known. Was like it's it's not good. The thing about it is that it actually made good money. So it it was purely a business move. They they just kind of set it out there and they're like, hey, we're just doing this because we need money. Yeah. Um, and like I get that. Like it it made good money. But think about how much more money you could have made if it was better. Like, and also, if you were rated R. If you were rated. Which is another thing right. that I hate the most. Actually, this is what I hate the most about horror. <laughs> yeah. It's PG-13 horror yeah. movies. An ex- exception of a few, of course. But whenever I see a trailer for a horror movie and it looks good and I'm like, oh man, this is tight. And then right after... Rated PG thirteen. I immediately want to throw my popcorn at the screen. Don't like, yeah. rate your movies PG thirteen because that takes so so much. much of what horror encompasses away from that movie. So much you can do with R ratings it's, that you can't do with PG thirteen. Yeah. Don't be afraid of gore. Don't be afraid of language. Don't be afraid <laughs> of sex scenes. Guess what? This is what makes horror. This yeah. is why horror is such a huge and popular genre. Yeah. Keep it rated R. All of them. All of them. All of them. Like, they're so <laughs> restricted. Like, once they're a PG-13, it's like the equivalent of, like, watching, um, like... Just like, just like a kid's show, man. Like, it's, it's, it's in the like, world of horror. It's like watching Step Brothers on <laughs> TNT. Oh, God. Exactly that. It's like watching Snakes on a Plane on MTV. Oh, God. Dude, dude. <laughs> I kid you not. In, um, uh, like, on, you know, cable te- yeah. television, they, they played Snakes on a Plane. And where Samuel L. Jackson says, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes, right? They, they obviously changed it. And what they changed it to was, I'm tired of these monkey frying snakes on this monday to friday plane and i like i didn't hear it right but I'm like, wait a second what the fuck did he say so i rewinded it and i had the subtitles on and i'm like you bastards like no i feel like all my liquids inside would just like burst out of my body the second <laughs> i would hear that like don't do these things man no man so yeah that's what i equate pg-13 movies yeah like, they're so they're just so, I would say they're, dull. They're, they're subpar. They're subpar extremely. to what they could be. Like there's a, a lot of movies that you watch, you're like, man, if that was rated R, dude, it would have been fucking crazy. Um, one, a recent <laughs> one I just saw, yeah. a, a Quiet Place. Fantastic oh, God, film. Yeah. Ex- this is an exception to that rule. Oh, it was 13, right? PG-13. Yeah. Incredible film. This is magic. Magic on the big screen. Watch, watch a quiet place. You won't regret it. You, I haven't, I have yet to talk to one person that doesn't like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's legit. But it I did find myself at the end of the film thinking, if this was rated R, how fucking crazy it yeah. would be, dude. It would have been so gory and just fantastic, and we might have seen Emily Blunston. But, <laughs> but, dude. Absolutely incredible, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's an exception to it. Right. But and, I, and as far as that movie, we'll, we'll talk about that a little down the, uh, yeah, down the road. Uh, just because there's a lot of good shit in that film. Um, and, yeah, but seriously, uh, yeah, that's one of the, the good exceptions to P-13. 
PG-13 horror. Um, and it's, it's just a good film. But, I mean, that's a it's still a ballsy move, you know? Yeah. To, to, to just kind of go, hey, let's make this ah, PG-13. Like, oh, okay, you should have... You didn't want to do rated R? Like, all right. But that's like... That's a really ballsy uh, move, and it, and it worked out for that film particularly. I and, and it's so funny you say that because I feel that's them thinking they're playing it easy, or mm. they're, they're like taking the easy route. Because I feel they think the actual challenge is making an R-rated film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they feel like they're they're not going to get the demographic or as many viewers as oh, they would like. Right. They they know that preteens and teenagers love. Uh, watching horror movies with their friends, you know that's a that's a big draw for horror movies. Is the the younger crowd that yeah. goes into it just because these just this horror, you know, you yeah. you, you all you all know what what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they think they'll get less less audience audience by yeah. making rated R, but that's not the case. Right. I don't feel that's the case. Wow, that's that's actually interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, dude, I like think, I think they're scared of R ratings. Uh, director, I feel like people that make horror films are scared um, to make them harsh. Um, that's why I praise Eli Roth and Rob Zombie because they always push the envelope. They're the ones like making the extreme films. Still, they want to they want to keep pushing and the the gore and the the just o- over the right. top horror. And I that needs to happen more, man. We need more grindhouse more directors we, like that. Yes, yeah. man, and just. Just don't. I, I just wish they weren't so afraid of the R rating. Yeah, and that, that's kind of a tough like pickle to be in because it's it's like if we leave it PG thirteen, we can open it up to more people, but we'll also have it um, or, or the, the quality may not be as good as what it can be. And if you do a rated R, you can have this tremendously good film or potential for it anyway, but it's it's close to more more people. Um, I think. I mean, at the end of the day. It's like, if it's a passionate project, if it's a, something that the director is like, this is a story I need to tell, it's going to be rated R. But if it's more of a business move, it'll be PG-13. That's kind of where that falls a little bit more. Yeah. Um, of course, there's like different exceptions, but that's kind of how I see it a little bit more. Um, but that damn, that's, that's really interesting. I didn't even think about that. Talking about passion, um, another thing um, that I love and hate about horror um, is, is passion. You were talking about passion. Yeah. I love when um, the directors or like the actors show uh, a full range of emotions in a horror film. Mm-hmm. I think that's one, beautiful. Right. Two, it makes you feel, kind of feel what they're feeling. I, I hate when there's a, a horror film and, and a close friend dies and they're just like, no, Josh. And then they go, go on. Right, they yeah. don't mourn. They don't cry. Nothing. Just nothing. I love when there's pain. I love when there's, yeah. there's a uh, panic. And I love when they just show, they allow them to be as emotional as possible. A uh, quick example at the end of Blair, Witch, the 20, what was it? 2016, 2015, yeah. uh, at the end of the new, the newest Blair, Witch. At the end, when the girl's holding the camera and she's in the house trying to get away from the, the witch, dude, her fear, those last 10 minutes of that film, dude, the fear that she had, how her breathing was staggered mm. and just the panic in her eyes, dude. I was at the edge of my seat 
I yeah. felt that, dude. Yeah. I felt it, man. It was, inc- I believe what I've already spoken about this, but that's just one thing I love about horror and the, the passion p- portion that I hate is when there's not enough of it. Mm-hmm. When it's just, they don't really show the emotion that should be uh, in any, in the given scenario yeah. or situation of the film. Right. And that has a lot um, to do with not, not the, really the character, but the, the story because um, the story has to allow for that opportunity because like the, for most, for the most part, like these people are like running away from like life threatening shit. Yeah. And so they, they lose someone, but it's like, fuck, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm sad. Like I'm, I'm hurt, but I got to keep going. Like it's, it's, it's like, I can't stay here. I have to keep moving or else I'm going to die. Um, but I think like the, the story needs to have, give the characters, a time to breathe so they can register those emo- uh, those emotions and then the audience can kind of empathize with them like uh we all talked about we, we talked about all this in our found footage episode too yeah uh, so you guys should check that out but like in cloverfield they they did that like uh spoiler alert so the main character rob he loses his uh his brother uh when they're crossing the bridge and they they were all in shock they, they were all just kind of like panicking but they had to keep moving and the story actually allowed it for them to kind of huddle into, uh, uh, into like in a bus uh, subway station, and they stayed there for a while as they registered these feelings. So that these stories need to have that because when it's like just like one character dies and then they keep moving on, it's like well that takes away yeah. from everything because if if we can feel what the audience or what the character is feeling, if like if if we're like shit dude like they're actually like if we can have that emotional connection the story is gonna be good the horror yeah. is gonna be yeah. I- I- increased it's it's it pays off in more ways than one and that's what a lot of i guess directors don't like care about or, yeah. or think about i mean because when you really, really think about it it pays off when you can get someone emotionally invested in your film mm-hmm. and it's a horror film and your reason for making that film is to scare the fuck out of the audience, you're going to succeed even more so because you managed to have those people be invested emotionally into what they're watching. So when you go in for the kill, meaning the jump scares or whatever scares you you have for your film, it pays off well and there's more of a shock uh, factor and, and there's more of a... I don't know, just overall, I don't know the word I'm looking for. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, that's, that's one thing. So mostly, I think we already talked about when I asked you why horror. Yeah. I think that's pretty much us talking about why we love horror. Yeah. So, that, um, I mean, that's kind of why we're, you know, creating the podcast here. Um, just because, you know, it's something that we love to talk about. And there's, there's a lot of things to talk about because... Um, it can range from anything from like the the art form of it, the the connections that we have towards the the stories, to it like the terrible stories and, yeah. and like why they're bad and how they can be better. Um, and obviously, we can do it with any other genre, but this one in particular is more. It's I don't know. It's because horror is hard to do. It it's just it's it's I I don't know. It's more fun to analyze a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, but another thing that I want to ask was. Like when we when you created the web uh, uh, the group, like how did how did the horror academy come to be? Okay, all right. So for those of you who don't know, I have a 
Facebook group. Um, I, I titled it the Horror Academy. I made this group a few years back. Um, it's just kind of... I would find myself posting on Facebook about horror movies and I wouldn't get a lot of like response from it and I got it, it's annoying to me because I I want to talk about horror with people mm-hmm. so I made this page and I added everyone that I knew that was into horror into it and luckily people were down with it and they enjoyed the group and we just kind of post about uh, horror in there um, and uh, I guess when I was making that group I honestly can't even remember how I came up with the the horror academy. It's just uh, it must have been something that I saw with the, the word academy in it, and it just kind of sounded mm. cool to me. Yeah, and I was like, man, the horror academy. That sounds <laughs> tight. Um, so that's why it was so easy to name this podcast. Um, yeah. Because I already had that group. I'm like, that name sounds so tight. <laughs> and I, I, no offense to other horror podcasts, but some of your names terrible and you might think ours is terrible too but um i thought it sounded cool man and i'm glad we didn't have to go through that hurdle it's kind of like naming a band dude, dude that's hard that's hard <laughs> naming a band if for all you musicians out there naming a band is one of the hardest things on the planet yeah dude. but i i remember when we had our band like yeah. way back then with our buddy ben um we we had like a session where we didn't even play we just like were were trying to come up with names for it dude it was the hardest thing to come up with man like that everyone was was happy with yeah i know yeah because <laughs> one person says one thing like oh for example dude this is this is perfect so i'm in a band right now called injustice um we're gonna come out with music soon it's gonna be heavy and nasty um, we our drummer dude. He has the worst idea ever for a band name, and he <laughs> swears it's the coolest name. So we're currently named Injustice, and we're looking to change that name. Um, he wants us to be called Battle Rifle. Ooh. Battle Rifle. He swears <laughs> it's the coolest name ever. Um, I kind of want to go with like Rogues or something cooler. Um, but anyway, that's just. I'm just glad it was so easy to find a name for this podcast. But that's pretty much how it all started, man. It was kind of our... That was already, like, the foundation, I guess, that brought us here now yeah. with this podcast, dude. And I'm, I'm really excited for what we're doing here, our future plans. Uh, we're, we're, we're working on getting um, the podcast on iTunes, guys, and also uh, on YouTube. We're looking to get a YouTube page. Yeah. So we'll definitely let you guys know when that uh, hits and all that good stuff, uh, for sure, once we get it all taken care of. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, when we started talking about this, the the Horror Academy, the, the name anyway, was like the first thing that we got settled. Yeah. And then it was just like uh, getting everything else. So it took it took a while, dude. Like the equipment was actually the the fastest thing we got too. I know we just went to the store and like, <laughs> all right, we'll get it. Yeah, yeah, we just got it and all that. But um, the hardest thing, what was the hardest thing we got? The hardest, no, the hardest thing dude was uploading the episodes yeah because we had to convert these fucking episodes and we have no experience with audio files yeah or like anything like tech related to getting a podcast up and running like this is all us and mostly chris (laughs) like any (laughs) and like everyone who could help us and anyone who could help us like it was difficult because we couldn't have like a long periods of time where we could work on this um and so it took months so one day I'm just like, hey, let me let me just take the computer, let me see what I can do, 
and within a week I was able to figure it all out. So thank goodness for that. We just lost a lot of time, <laughs> but I'm, I'm okay with it. I, the funniest thing is like, like once I got the first three episodes that are out now, um, I, uh, I had them all ready to, to upload. And I was like, I was at work, dude. And I'm like, dude, I gotta go and put the, put them up. I have to do this. Like I it just needed to do something cause yeah. I, I haven't done anything that I've been passionate about for a while. Um, and at the time, like my job was like 10 minutes away from, from where I lived. So during lunch, I just like dipped out and went home. I uploaded the, the, the episode and I'm like, damn, this is great. Like I feel accomplished. And so I got back to work like 45 minutes later. Like I got there pretty late, but no one said shit. Um, and dude, yeah, it just felt, it felt great being able to upload so this i mean i'm i'm happy with this i, I love it um but uh, yeah that's uh, that's about it but um the other thing that i so this is our introductory episode just kind of wanting yeah. the, everyone to know just kind of freestyle this one freestyling this one um taking a just a bit of a break from the horror thing um adrian and i we we have a lot of experience with like when it comes to work yeah. We have a lot of experience in uh, call center stuff. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, like, I think a lot of you guys may, may have too, but, or even in the customer service rep but, uh, world, but that's, uh, I just, just kind of, you know, that, that's where we come from a little bit. So, you're actually the one that got me into it because yeah. I was trying to get out of the food industry and then we started working together at Convergies. Worst fucking job dude <laughs> so bad yeah dude we we go over our our morning routine quick quickly with these people god okay so we would um you know i i'd spend the night at his place because it was it was closer from there from his, his place to, to work and uh we would wake up at four in the fucking morning <laughs> to to what was the song it, it, oh. oh it's a basement uh, i forget what it's called but it starts when i'm with you i don't want to be with <laughs> that song that was my alarm yeah that was the alarm so it woke us up every fucking day and it was the worst dude be like like the song is not bad but <laughs> it's just <laughs> I didn't want to fucking wake up, dude. And like at the time, it was uh, what was it like? It was May. It was late May. So it, oh, in Arizona, it was getting my God. Yeah, yeah it was getting hot, dude. Like every night when we slept, it was blistering hot in 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 your living room. So we had one. <laughs> you know, we had an ice pack that we kept passing back and forth to each other to cool off. Yeah, it was some um, just miserable dude. it was miserable and so we would go to work and it took uh 40 minutes to get there because it was like it was down baseline dude yeah fucking gross so it took us so long to get there we got there at six and we were in training we were in training class and dude it was like training classes are always the worst they're so boring so i like i kept falling asleep i kept dozing off and I think it was funny because our trainer was like at the beginning, he was like, hey, no one's going to be sleeping in my class. Like if, you, if I catch you sleeping, I'm going to wake you up. And like he did that to everyone else. But 
I always got away with it. Or, or no, I didn't get away with it, but he he just never woke me yeah. up. Like I just like napped and he, <laughs> he was sitting like behind me. Um but dude that experience was oh god. Like I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, ah, oh, that's horrendous. And um uh but w- what was your takeaway from that like what, what how did you think about it so it was definitely dark times in our lives mm-hmm. both of us man like dude just just to be awake all day I, I would literally drink a monster and put pre-workout in it dude oh, pre-workout God. with the monster every morning anyway yeah I, I ultimately do feel though that out of this out of that experience we kind of like held on to like what our dreams and what we actually want to do with our yeah. lives it kind of made us like all right, dude, you know how it is in the work and, you know, working in corporate America. So you might want to focus on your dreams because you can get out now while you still have the chance. Yeah. And that's kind of a reason why we, we're producing this podcast is just to do what we want to do. Um, aside from, like, the horror aspect of it, like, I know, Chris, you're an author. Kind of ex- explain... Um, yeah. Your passion. Right. I mean, so the other thing that I want to do is uh, I, I've always been a writer. Um, I, I, I want to write. I have actually a book out called Sapiens. It's on Amazon. Um, but I, I love writing. It's um, like I said, I, I'm a big story guy. I love stories in the forms of you know books, movies, you know, TV shows, I, I, anything. I love it. Um, so that was something that I've always wanted to, to do. Like I've always I dude, I came up with uh, I started doing like superheroes. Remember? Yeah, dude. I. I <laughs> you were 11 dude you're writing yeah pen and, and paper and man. paper because i didn't have like computers and shit so i started off like writing like superhero shit like oh this is great but i couldn't draw anything like i was the worst like artist like like to draw anything so i, I was like okay well, let me just let me write out the story so i started writing it and that's just kind of how it started so now i i am writing like a lot of uh post-apocalyptic fiction uh, I want to do a lot of, uh, uh, you know, contemporary novels, things like that. Some some horror novels as well. That that'd be great. But ultimately, I I love to write. That's another thing that I've been pursuing. Um, and so that I mean, you know, and with this podcast, like it's something that I want to do as well because it's it's entertaining. I'm you know, we're talking about films, we're talking about stories. It's it's what I want to be engulfed in really. Um, so that, that's kind of what I'm doing on the site as well, but I understand you actually have something a little bit related to what we're doing now. Do you want to explain? Yeah, man. Um, see, and I'm kind of glad that we're doing the podcast cause it's my voice recorded yeah, exactly. in a podcast. So one of actually probably one of my biggest dreams, I actually want to uh, be a voice actor. I've always found myself since I was younger trying to do impressions of, characters and actors and whatnot and uh i've always been uh infatuated with voice acting and i didn't mean I, I didn't know it was such a underground thing i thought it was just normal like but people really don't take it like people don't really understand like that voice you're hearing in that commercial like some dude went in there and got paid to record his voice on that commercial like pe- this is an actual job that people have and i to me i find joy in playing with my voice and being able to manipulate it to sound yeah. uh, dark or, or funny. And it's just something that I've always wanted to do. And I think that I have opened like a, a doorway with this podcast. Um, I finally have my voice recorded on something. Yeah. I also uh, 
am deeply involved into music. I'm, I'm in a, a metal band. I'm going to say metal because you guys won't understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just really, really, really heavy Dude, music. Story of my life, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really heavy music, and I, I do I, I do vocals. Uh, I don't sing. I scream and sound like the devil, but uh, that's another passion I have as well. That's and it's another thing to do with my voice. I just feel like I've always wanted to yeah. use my voice to do something with it, um, and hopefully one day I can make a living out of it. It's That'd just be dope. it's just a passion of mine. I I just can't. I just there's just something I want to do, man, and just uh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, um, you're you're uh, because I've I've heard I, I, like. You know some of your stuff um can you give us some impressions oh <laughs> i'm putting you on the spot oh man <laughs> shit um it, it might be terrible right now but uh i mean if you want to though. all right so let me see let me see what i got you guys Dude, i think i think anyone who who knows you or who's hung out with you like they've heard that shit before. They've they heard, have. They have. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do like a, I'll do a, a movie preview. Okay. Um, I need a script. I need something, Chris. Oh man. What should I say? What should I say, guys? Uh, I don't know. Like, like uh, this this summer right. or, or something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> ready, guys. Witness the world <laughs> or something. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. This summer, witness the most terrifying film of the year. Quentin Tarantino presents Grindhouse in theaters this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do like the classic, like the Quentin Tarantino presents. <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, the Grindhouse? <laughs> yeah. BK Stecker. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was the same guy, dude. The, the, yeah. the, the BK, the Burger King, the BK Stacker. He did... The, I swear to God, he did the voiceover for the Grindhouse movie. The BK Stacker. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Dude, I swear to God, dude. Oh, man. Oh, damn, dude. But yeah, dude, it's just something I'm interested in, in pursuing. And um, I'll keep you, we'll keep you guys posted on Chris's books and, and his writing endeavors and, and my vocal endeavors, um, aside from the podcast. But yeah, now you guys know a little bit about us. Mm -hmm. Um. There'll be more of, of this kind of content well, where you guys were, will like kind of see what we're about. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, man. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I felt like this, this episode was kind of important. Before we get too far into it, people can kind of... Fall off. Yeah. You guys don't give... You guys don't care that much. Like we're almost at an hour. I'm pretty sure some of you already tuned out. Probably. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, what you feel? That good? I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's good for the episode. Well, right? we're gonna uh, stop it here. Um, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is Adrian, and this is Chris, and we're with the Horror Academy podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Not see you, but yeah. <laughs>